The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Alberta physicians continue to warn against further reopening. All of this, as we expect to find out in about 90 minutes, but whether or not Alberta will lift more of those COVID-19 restrictions. Um, We saw about, what, 301 new cases of COVID-19 and uh, three deaths yesterday. Some physicians in the province... um, Actually, the province confirmed, yeah, no, that's right, 301 deaths, uh, or 301 cases yesterday, rather, and three deaths yesterday. Some physicians in the province say they remain concerned about a potentially premature approval of the Stage 2 reopening plan. The variants uh, causing some concern among those uh, physicians as well, and that's where that number, that 430 number, uh, has come uh, come from. We've uh, seen 430 cases of people infected with variants over the past uh, number of weeks. Dr. James Talbot is the co-chair of the Edmonton Zone Medical Staff Association Strategic COVID-19 Pandemic Committee, also served as Alberta's Chief Medical Officer of Health from 2012 to 2015. Dr. Talbot, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, Jim. Okay, so, um, you know, we're, we're hearing that the Premier and uh, that uh, the Health Minister joining Dr. Hinshaw today, by all accounts, it's going to suggest that there's going to be an announcement made today, likely lifting more uh, restrictions. Your thoughts on that? You are urging the government to pump the brakes, to slow down. So this, um, this must be a little unsettling for you. You know, exactly. I mean, um, one way to look at it is they're easing restrictions. Another one way to look at it is that they're decreasing the protection for Albertans. If you look at what phase two is proposing, they're proposing opening up things like uh, community halls and conference centers. So there's a good idea. We have a new variant, which is um, capable of much more rapid transmission and may cause more serious disease. And now we're going to have people come visit Edmonton or Red Deer or Calgary and uh, be indoors together for long periods of time and then socialize in bars that don't have capacity limits. And then they're going to bring the variant uh, to whatever town they come from in the province. So we're saying that's not a good idea. It would be a good thing to slow down on this and make sure that we don't allow the variant to put us into a third wave. There are, um, we're seeing that the active cases per day, they're rising again. Those numbers seem to be creeping up again. The R value, which is something that the province has said it would be watching very closely uh, in making any decision, has risen above zero uh, um, across the province. And and, and, uh, outside of Calgary and Edmonton, the number is even higher. How concerned are you about that? Well, we're very concerned. I mean, I think people have seen what, what's been happening in bars and pubs with overcrowding and people there for hours without masks. And that would have caused the original strain to be to go back into a, a climb. But with the new variant, it's even worse. And, you know, the key thing that we're trying to get across to people is that as that happens, as the new variant becomes more dominant, we get more and more likely to go into a, a third wave. And the one thing we hear from all of Albertans, regardless of their stripe, political stripe, is they don't want any more yo-yos. They don't want, they they find that much more stressful than just sticking with something. 
That third wave, um, if there is a third wave, Dr. Talbot, what would that do to the uh, the healthcare system? Well, because the variant is more transmissible, it means that we'd see the kind of pressure we saw in the second wave, except that it would happen faster. And if the variant is, in fact, more dangerous, not only would it happen faster, but the stress on ICUs would go up more quickly as well. And so both those things are very concerning. It must be, you know, as you kind of make your way through the last couple of months and it seems to maybe, uh, you know, have a slight, you know, bit of breathing room, that that worry about what could be on the horizon has got to be, you know, niggling at the back of of, of your head. Or maybe it's not the back, maybe it's front and center among um, yours and, and others in the, in the, in the health care um, healthcare system across this province. Um, can we, do, do you think we need to wait? until more people get vaccinated before we um, ease more restrictions? Absolutely. I mean, I think that a prudent thing to do would be to wait until we had all the high-risk people, people over the age of 60, people with comorbidities. I mean, the province still hasn't even announced the kinds of illnesses that people have that will make it uh, possible for them to get uh, immunized early. So uh, that would be a smart thing to do is not to get into this um, too early in terms of opening. I do want to touch on one other thing that you said, Jamie. I mean, the people that I represent, the medical staff, the Edmonton Zone and the allied healthcare staff, they're just so thankful to Albertans and Edmontonians for the hard uh, work that they did in December and January to bring that curve down. I mean, that's literally hundreds of thousands of good decisions. And we just think that that kind of good work, that it'd be a shame to waste it by uh, gambling on uh, opening too early. You know, Dr. Talbot, I, I look at step two, and we're and and the number to get into step two was you know uh, 450 hospitalizations are under, and we're at. 250 people in the hospital. So we're quite a ways below that number. But I look at that list, which includes, you know, easing in the area of retail. You mentioned banquet halls, community halls, and conference centers. I, I, I really shake my head at, at, at some of those. I mean, when you look at community halls and conference centers, when we're not allowed to gather, you know, have friends over in our home, I, 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 I don't understand necessarily how those... <laughs> those things are in step two where, you know, getting together with maybe your next door neighbors inside is still a ways off in phase three or step three. Um, are, are you cons- Do you think that some of these steps should be flipped around a little bit, that some of the things in each of these steps should be in, in different areas? Absolutely. I mean, the physicians that uh, work with on the committee made that point uh, and made it publicly uh, with the first relaxation that what we hear from people all the time is that they would like a relaxation that allows them to see their friends, their their close relatives, neighbors that their kids have grown up with, and that that would make a huge difference to their mental health and have relatively uh, relatively small risk of increasing transmission, as opposed to what the province seems to be set on doing, which is allowing super spreader events. I mean, I think most people know that one of the big events in starting, uh, kick-starting the COVID uh, waves in the U.S. was a conference that was held in Boston. So, 
So absolutely, there are lots of things that can be done right now that would help people's mental and physical and emotional and spiritual health that um, don't involve things like conference centers. And Dr. Talbot, um, your thoughts so far on what you've seen on the on the vaccine uh, rollout and the administ- and the administering it uh, to to those who qualify right now. I mean, we've seen some crazy lineups. We've seen no social distancing. We've seen uh, long waits. Um, how concerned are you? And, and, and again, at the first couple of days, you know, um, and and it seems that in some spots it's gotten better. But your thoughts on what you've seen as as we try to get those shots in the arms well we're hopeful that those are teasing pains i mean there are some things that have gone right by and large Mm -hmm. the groups that have been identified as the ones that are the highest priority are the right ones Uh, and uh, they are clearly ramping up to be able to do more and there are many more uh, doses of vaccine in the pipeline Uh, Mm -hmm. but you know the first couple of months uh, are where we would hope to see some improvement. If the province is going to meet what it said that it wants to do in terms of immunizing the bulk of people in the province before the end of August, they have to ramp up to somewhere between 15 and 20,000 people a day, every yeah. day for all of those months. And so that's what we'll be watching is how, how close uh, they get to those numbers. So interesting, as you say, you know, that you would like to see um, us not move into step two at this point. Certain areas in there, as we, we talked about the community halls, the conference centers, that sort of stuff, That you know, some, some real concern. Although you would like to see other things happen, like maybe having, being able to have, you know, people over to your house, that, that sort of thing. How long do you think that we need to be in this in in this holding pattern because i think people are getting sick of being in a holding pattern oh uh, who isn't i mean i'm sick of being in a holding pattern and i'm a lot more uh privileged than a lot of the people who are listening and i I will also point out this there's nobody who's sicker of this than the doctors the nurses Mm -hmm. the physiotherapists, the respiratory techs who've been on the front lines and they've they've had to deal with all that stress plus um, whatever we're putting up with at home. But um, having said that, I, I, you know, I think we're looking at uh, weeks to months uh, to, because once summer comes and we're able to get outside or, you know, good spring weather, you'll be able to get outside more. That's going to make a big difference to people or also lower transmission. So and and then as more and more vaccine gets into people's arms, the, the safer the people at risk will be, the more that we can afford to get back to something that looks like normal. Yeah, Dr. Talbot, Dr. James Talbot joining me this afternoon. Thank you for your uh, input as always. I appreciate your time. It's my pleasure. Thank you.